0: How, why would I run to the wrong end zone though? Because you're a big dumb idiot and I, it's I, like, a Woody really Rabbit. Like, what,
1: what, what's going on?
0: You know, that's honestly the sign of a good commercial, which is, you can argue it's the sign of a bad commercial when
1: you can't remember so, what the heck it's a commercial. It's great. For. I find it interesting that LeBron James has a house in L.A. In L.A., yeah, that's the So he doesn't live in Cleveland, he doesn't live in Akron. Absolutely not. He's he's in L.A. every other time that he's not playing for the Cavs. Very interesting. Think about the technicality of that guy in court. He could sue the Mets because technically Mr. Met only has four fingers.
0: The equivalent of floor seats in baseball would be if they start selling tickets to where fans get to sit in the dugout. You have to rock the Kyle Guy man bun for a year. Welcome back everybody to Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean.
1: And I'm Scott. We are at perp sports talk on Twitter. We're going to plug all our stuff at the beginning. So by the time everybody gets tired of us talking, because no one we'll listens just, to the last. Right. So we're going to plug everything at the beginning. 43
0: so minutes of this podcast.
1: Jam that 15 second skip button if you must for the next about minute or so, and then you'll catch us actually talking. So here's all our plugs now. Start jamming it now at perp sports talk. On Twitter. I even messed That's it up. That's
0: Epopo Tw- Sports Talk. Perp Sports Talk Twitter, Perpetual Sports Talk Facebook, Perpetual Sports Talk on Podbean. New subscribers, iTunes, by the way. Yeah. Not like subscribers. I mean, we're around Do for we another have? year. Oh, Scott yeah. Scott and I have yeah. signed our Podbean we contract. We are here for one more one more year at least. Perpetual Sports minimo. Talk
1: will be alive. Didn't think it was going to be live for the first year, but Oh, no (laughs) I'm going to be around for another year, I guess Yeah,
0: and then iTunes I think iTunes is our iTunes is the last one Uh, Go
1: leave a comment there We did have to plug the whole uh, interviewee portion Again, since we're having an interviewee on the podcast today It means our wait list is back down to zero so for the first time ever last week, our waitlist list is at one. Ooh, actually, I might, we, we might have. You might have one?
0: Yeah, not for next uh, week, but the week after. All so right. Next it's up week's the We have a half a guy on That's the waitlist. That's right. List. That's right. Possibly so. in studio, actually. Wow. Yeah, I forgot to mention that to you. I like you, but, that. But like possibly. That. First time ever. That'll be another first time. That's true. Other things on the docket tonight, other than our interview. So now, with, if
1: you're hitting the 15-second skip button we're back now stop we're We're back back.
0: yeah here we are other things on the docket we have washington nationals cleveland indians winning streak uh nfl stuff just in general college stuff college football stuff just in general some tony romo beef
1: and yeah a lot has happened in sports the past week but then again like nothing's happened because baseball is basically meaningless, meaningless right now, besides the Indians. Besides
0: history being made, yeah, not much has happened mean, in it's, sports. it's God. pretty
1: meaningless. And then you got football being in week one and college football and two and – I mean, all that crap is is basically meaningless. Especially the Redskins already. Do you ever have a good sports week or weekend? No, that's your pull. No. Is oh, no, happening right now. No, why do we even have this? Because then podcast? it gives me an excuse not to talk. Like, have good stuff in the podcast. I think. I think it gives me an out by saying, "Yeah, well, it's a slow sports week." That's your line, slow sports week, Scott. You're a hipster, Scott, and now you're s- slow sports eh. week. Scott. But it will get good, though. It will get good when the NFL's in midseason, the baseball baseball's in playoffs. Why, does the, why is the NFL better NBA in NBA NBA's starting up. It's better than the week one. It's obviously better than week one. Playoff mm-hmm. races are heating up. There's actually, like, Getting to know lines. teams. And Instead of being like, like yeah, Kirk the, Cousins doesn't deserve a contract, and the Redskins are fire. The Patriots on fire.
0: have yet to yeah, win Yeah, I'm tired of the
1: Patriots' <laughs> suck talk. Like, I understand, it's boring to me. I understand. I
0: think to call it a slow sports week. Not sure if it's there. I see what you mean. I see how mid season is bad <laughs> anyway. But before we get into all that tonight's conversations are inspired by Scott, help me out with this one again. What's the vowel sound? I think it's a, I think it's a short U. So a short, u would be a, uh,
1: uh, no. So it's a long, u. Long you're the English u teacher. Would be, I don't know. You
0: into, you into, you into brewing. And it is Hop Nosh IPA. There you go.
1: And yeah, it's pretty
0: good. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, very it's hoppy. Gonna a, it's it's
1: going to be a good episode.
0: It's a good for an Indian summer type
1: day that we got going on out, <laughs> going on <laughs> outside right now. Man. <laughs> Whew. All right. All right. Let's get going. Let's here. roll with, I think we got Indians to start off with. Or we got to start out with the Windians. We,
0: yeah, we got to start out with history being made at 21 games in a row.
1: Yeah. All started on
0: August 23rd, Boston Red Sox. Who was pitching that game for the Red Sox? Chris Sale. Nice.
1: Okay, cool. Cool. I just totally guessed. that. No, was that was it. Isn't that, isn't
0: that funny? Like the crazy win streak starts eh. off the guy who's probably going to win the AL Cy Young. I don't
1: know. I think there's something there. Something there. So what's what exactly is the record? Because the win streak record has not been set, Correct. Believe it's they Haven't gotten to twenty
0: six. Twenty six, but there's the, there's controversy around the twenty six. AL It was the New York Baseball Giants, uh-huh. and there was a tie in the middle of it because they were still doing ties <laughs> in the thirties. Okay, so that's why there's some controversy. Controversy. Okay. Man, I'm having some trouble tonight, Scott. There it's it is. The hop notch. is getting to you quick. <laughs> this is going to be a long one. <laughs> so there's some controversy. Con- there it is. Slow it down. <laughs> you got it. All right. Controversy. There it is. And Already. I think that just compare anything. All the records of of old that's been that's been just made into legend. It's it's always hard comparing comparing things like that. Whenever you see a player. Being yeah. put in some sort of category and they put their baseball card next to someone else's baseball card in like black and white. Like it almost seems a little silly. You know what I mean? That's those guys are immortalized. You know, this is it's still technically the modern era of baseball in 1935, whenever that record was. Longest However, it's win different.
1: streak since 1935. Think about how many baseball games. Like NBA has win streaks all the time. Like yeah. they go on these crazy win streaks. But think about it, since 1935. Of the thousands and thousands of games that have been played, because 162 games a season for each team—that's a lot of games. I can't even do the math. Well, it just it it's, just it just tells you that that
0: just baseball is just a different sport like that. I mean, teams that are barely above 500 are are like you get. Are in the playoffs. You see what I'm saying? And it's not just taking that's half, the, the, yeah, that's the, beauty half of the league. It's it's fighting to get above five. Like what the Dodgers are doing and what the Nats are doing, that's crazy. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. crazy.
0: It's, you know, you're fighting for just above 500, you know, uh, over
1: a hundred win team. I mean, that's that's crazy. And the Nationals are pretty close to the Dodgers. They were getting close. They have a series, what, this weekend?
0: Yeah, that'll the be Dodgers. good. Dodgers. That'll be good. Yeah, the Dodgers really crapped the bed. They're looking better. I think they won their last two. They're
1: fine. You know what's interesting, though? And I want to bring this up. I want to get your opinion on it with the Indians. Are they getting hot at the wrong time? Because the law of averages says they're going to come back down to earth, and they're going to fall back down to earth hard. It'll be the wrong time. And they're not even... I'm not trying saying to, it's their fault. They're not going to lose on purpose. They're nah. going to keep winning for as long as they freaking can. Right. But, like, the baseball gods and just everything we know about baseball is as much as you're up, you're going to fall back down to 500, okay. basically.
0: That's right. When it plays out, you know, they, they won 20 games in a row. Who knows? They might win or they might lose 19 of their next 20, right? Right. Cause that's so, sort of, you that's know, how
1: baseball works.
0: Right. And as of right now, they'd be playing whoever wins the wild card just because they have the, the highest record in the AL. So they'd be, pe- they'd be playing that, you know, winner of the, of the one game in playoff. You see what I'm saying? So that might be right. So theoretically, again, theoretically, and I know none of this works in baseball and I don't need, like I don't even know if we want to spend too much time on our, no, podcast, no, that's fine. but they'd be playing the, the worst team. In the playoffs doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's, what I'm, say- that's yeah. what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. But that's something to look at. You know, it's either Yankees or twins at this point. You know, and they're not looking the- at that.
1: We're not looking at that. No. It doesn't matter You no. win. you play the game to win the game. And that's I'd, that's it. And over the cards fall.
0: I wonder how much thought they've actually given to the win streak itself. I did hear. You probably heard the same thing I did. I did hear that Terry Francona refused to talk to his best friend while on the winning streak. Like he didn't talk to him the whole time. Really? He would send him texts, and that's it. Like he didn't actually converse. But Terry Francona is that old-timey, you know, baseball guy get who it. still does I stuff get like it. that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, it gets into the point now too. It's kind of what the Golden State Warriors when they were chasing the win streak record. Was of seventy something chasing yeah, the Bulls 70, record. They 70, weren't resting their guys. They were going balls to the wall, trying to win bass meaningless basketball games. And I know the Indians are kind of in like, the race and like still like need to win some games. Well, and that narrative was
0: what's better: getting that record or or, or resting guys or, up for the playoffs and getting a championship. And yeah. they ended up not winning the championship. Right now, this is
1: the time to start like skipping starts for your aces. And, well. I
0: was just going to say that. On that same note, Corey Kluber goes nine right, innings. Right. Uh, two or th- when they won twenty, exactly, and they got twenty in a row. That's exactly where I'm going with but, this. But but I don't know if that was because of the of the. I don't know if that was because the winning streak, so much as it's Corey Kluber. He's been fine all season. You know, he hadn't really been hurt. Pitch count wasn't ridiculous. He could handle that. You know what I mean? I don't know if that was just not resting as much as that's. Eh, Fiance, Kluber. I mean, Dusty Baker did the same with uh, Scherzer oh, last night. Oh my gosh,
1: I was just about to have the segue into the Nationals. Can we, and what we, we did with Scherzer. But no, go ahead. Go can ahead. we
0: hold the segue cuz sure. I did want to ask you this question. I think we could go back and do you want to yeah, do this? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. We so do that. That's this a great question. So the Indians just surpassed the, the the Oakland A's record of of recent the 20 game win streak. It was the NL. The Brad Pitt-led
1: Oakland A's. Yeah.
0: It happened in 2002 and then again in 2010 when they made Moneyball. Moneyball. <laughs> so that was 2002. They won 20 games in a row, and there was a movie about it You know, very shortly after. And yeah. the movie obviously wasn't about the winning streak. It was about the
1: Sabermetrics
0: and Brad Pitt. It and was Billy basically
1: and about the winning streak, though. It was...
0: That was a part of it, but the whole thing was the Sabermetrics.
1: And guess what? They had that winning streak, but what did they do in the playoffs? lost in the ds yeah. lost in the cs
0: when did they lose the first DS. round
1: yeah they always lose in the first round
0: yeah that's i mean again happens but my question for you is what's the what's the next move what's the next sport movie that's going to be made about a recent current event like that was a 2012 movie moneyball or whatever it was made about something that happened in 2002 10 years prior are we going to see like a movie in the next 10 years that's that's made about something. And I'm not talking yeah. documentary 30 for 30. I'm talking about a smash box office hit where you get a guy Shoot. like
1: Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? That's a good one. I baseball a, is probably one of the only ones you can do that with now. But no, go ahead. I go have
0: ahead. an idea. See, okay. I'm thinking the opposite because everybody hates on tradition now. So nobody wants baseball. It'd be nobody hard to do a
1: football movie.
0: Hard to because of just I, I injuries just, and. Yeah, it's you, weird. You know what? You know what I'm thinking? Okay. I'm thinking maybe a Michael Phelps. Could you see that? Oh, Michael you're going Phel- a little obscure. A Michael Phelps movie. Most gold medals of all time. He is kind of an interesting character with the,
1: you know the, the drugs. And yeah, and he's coming back and like he wants to the, some the comeback. Gold he took an I Olympics
0: off, he, so maybe a, I'm I'm leaning towards a an Usain Bolt situation. I feel like that would draw in a lot of weird because that's not just sport fans in general. How about like, this one? Just, I know
1: his legacy's not done. But Bill Belichick. Belichick. And the 2000 what, Super Bowl 7 Super Bowl with David Tyree caught that ball in his head? Uh? That one. Oh, you when mean when, you mean when the Patriots
0: 0. lose.
1: Right. Now what about that
0: one? The, went, the undefeated 19 and 0 denied. Bowl. Who plays Bill Belichick in a movie Ooh. about the New Who plays Bill Belichick? Who plays Tom Brady in a movie Alec about the Baldwin. Patriots? Alec Baldwin for Belichick? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Who plays Tom Brady? Oh. A tall, looking whatever, uh, not super well. I guess well spoken. Brad Pitt on uh, stilts. Brad Pitt still. We're bringing back on stilts, Brad Pitt. though. He's got like he's got to be. He's a, he's a little guy, right? They would. I, I he's normal five nine five uh, ten. I don't know if he's little. He's, he's not little. He's normal. It's like your height. I'm. He's a little guy. I'm slightly <laughs> been yeah five nines. I think is average, but yeah. I if, like it, Michael Phelps one though.
1: That's a little obscure. Who plays Michael Phelps? my
0: <sighs> need a, again, need tall, yeah, maybe. Tall, lanky dude, Michael Sarah. Tall, lanky. No, I you gotta have a little more muscle than that. <laughs> right? Beef him <'em> up. <laughs> Michael Swift, Sarah for God's sakes. Michael Sarah? <sighs> our friend, our friend Tickle. That's essentially who you're you saying. He can play Michael Phelps. <laughs> that's
1: just add like fifty pounds. He, and
0: playing Michael Sarah, playing Michael Phelps. That is tickle. That's a tough one to like Mock because he's got the jawline and everything going, but now, you're hey, getting you know, weird about it, yeah. Scott. When you said jawline, that officially got weird, yeah. So Not let's just long. drop
1: it there, go and back across the line. I'll come back
0: now. Let's segue into your Washington uh, slash expos because we were segueing right with the Scherzer discussion, okay? Dusty Baker leaving Scherzer in there last ni- two nights ago. I'm getting my nights confused. This so was last night, uh, started.
1: this was last night.
0: No, it was, two- it was last night, that's was right, last that's night. right. Yes, <sighs> I'm sorry. Days are just bleeding together like crazy ever
1: since school started, hundred and man. what, 16 pitches? Uh-huh. Boy, walking the bases loaded. Yeah, but. I get it. He, oh, man. Here's,
0: now, how about this? Here's what I did here. I'm not sure if the source is reliable. I heard that Scherzer approached Dusty before the game and told him, leave me in there. Leave me in there, you know. Extend my pitch count because if you remember, Scott, and I think you do, because you were there in person. Who got the loss in the very important NLDS game of 2016? Who was that? Was it Max? That was Scherzer. And oh. and again, some some of the some of the analysis here is, you know, these guys in the playoffs, pitchers specifically. That's what the playoffs are It's testing pitching It's not hitting His pitching is going to take you far So they need to go Seven, eight innings There's, and, there's no logic and they behind haven't, it And though. they haven't done that Let's say In a couple weeks Because again it's The managers want to rest everybody So Scherzer's saying Let me keep like My tolerance level up So he goes in there Before the game yesterday And says Extend me a little bit Extend me <laughs> I think there's something to that, and because are just we a better dog. give them a
1: start off then or something like that. We better skip them in the rotation coming up now because we're getting down to the end of it, and I'm all about rest and getting ready for the playoffs. I don't care if we catch the Dodgers or not. It really doesn't matter. I think this weekend starters, we can
0: get into it during weekend appetizer, but I believe it's still TBD. I don't think you've announced anybody That's for this fine. weekend. That's
1: fine. I just don't the, like I, – I don't I don't know.
0: But you're not gonna doesn't make
1: any sense to me.
0: But you're not gonna you're not gonna point to yesterday in the playoffs if Scherzer has a bad start. I might. That's stupid then if you do. You never That's know six me. extra pitches. Uh other Nationals pitcher Strasburg uh showing a little bit of emotion on Sunday when they clinched. And I mean emotion like good cuz when you when Strasburg pitches it's nothing, right? It's just like very right. Right, it's just n- nothing at all. He showed some emotion, just happy, excited, uh, you, you know, getting after. And he went again. I believe he went eight innings, right? And then that probably made you all butt hurt because that Strasburg going again, going deep into the game. He didn't and it, throw
1: 116 pitches and walk what three three straight batters. Right.
0: He ended up getting the win big time, but um, but it just made me think that I feel like I've had Strasburg wrong this entire time. I thought he's kind of like a weird, just another weird pitcher. He but is. Strasburg might he be is. he might be more of a dog too at least he's sort of like turning into that because again i think any competitor you know this dude's been shut down for the playoffs in his career really
1: wasn't able to help much last year i'm i think he comes in in the playoffs and just deals he's like has a chip on his shoulder a little bit well if i'm Strasburg yeah. i might
0: be thinking you know how much longer do i possibly have with a team that's almost guaranteed the playoffs like do i have that chance i'm gonna go out and get after it. he's battling through that calf injury last week when that calf was barking at him and yeah
1: we talked about that last week and i think that that right there is important and i the, think he's more excited about like him being healthy and he's ready of for the playoffs right that's why he's showing emotion not not because he's just gonna get a be on a crappy team for probably the rest of his he's gonna get chipped off and no. get traded and be on a crappy team well, no. i think it's like all right, I'm feeling good right now. Like my arms feeling good. I'm gonna be in the playoff rotation for the first time in my career. Uh-huh. Let's freaking go! So he's not thinking about future at all.
0: I don't, I no no okay no that's that's, no that's fair. But I think we I think at least I saw Strasburg's true colors as a competitor as a, as a pitcher. I remember specifically is last week when the calf was bothering him. He uh, you know he gets a hit. And he's limping off the mound. And I remember the camera just zooming in on his face. And here's the first thing that I thought it was a it was a pissed off face, but it was like a grown man pissed off face. It wasn't like the young athlete like having a hit. Well, you see fit. him growing up now. How how
1: many years has he been in the league? Uh
0: Five? Two, 2010 was his debut. I was wow. yeah,
1: two thousand ten. Holy mackerel. So yeah. he's been in the league but for six.
0: Well, and and again, years. battling around injuries and stuff. But, but it was a grown man, like, ticked off. It wasn't the pouting, fake man, whining. It was like, you remember, like, when remember like when your dad got pissed off at you, kid? Oh, yeah. It wasn't like an emotional thing. It was just like, a, I'm frightened of this guy right yeah, here. Yeah. That's what Strasburg showed uh, last week. And, and I think that's his true color. So I'm excited to see him in the playoffs.
1: That's good. That, that's a good segment right there. That's, that's some good knowledge. So we, we done with that segment right there? Yeah. Yeah, we can move on. All right, so we have a friend of the program, uh, a long-time listener, first-time caller on. We have an old old buddy, named, faithful listener. Named he Sai. He's probably one of our he just biggest binge li- He binge listened. He's been today. waiting for this. He's been waiting for this for a long time. So, here we have Sai.
2: Hello, guys. Yes, I have been waiting for this for a long time. He's correct in saying that.
1: All right, so I did I do have to give him crap because he did order a glass of wine at the bar today. And that's that's Ooh, a little I troublesome What well, was, ba- si, was it a wine bar sigh was it a wine bar because when and right
2: it, okay it was not a wine bar it was happy hour Ouch. and wine and beer was the same price and I haven't had wine in a while but I will own up to it and I have no no uh, qualms about the fact that I got wine and uh, I enjoy red wine so
0: red or Sorry, wh- Scott. red or white red, red. did you red. have did- no, noir? Did you have any snacks or apps to go on along with I the red some wine? I had
2: calamari with it. It was good. It was a nice combination. Oh, did, interesting. Did you
1: finish sushi? that glass of wine?
2: Did milk it because <laughs> I didn't want to order any more, So I was taking my time with it.
1: He did. He did the old. He did the old chug when we paid the bill and we're walking out. He has to chug the glass. Before we leave, but that's all right. Scott, out of out of the kindness
0: (laughs) to come on the program, and now you're making fun of him. This is you're you know you're some friend.
2: Hey, maybe (laughs) Scott just has some insecurities. I mean, I don't understand what he has against uh, a guy drinking some wine. I mean, it's classy.
1: (laughs) All right, all right, we'll move on from my insecurities. Right into sports. We'll move on. We'll go right into sports. Now, the first thing I did want to want to touch just just kind of announce, kind of get the picture of who you are as a sports fan. How many how many fantasy football teams do you manage?
2: <laughs> At the moment, I manage five fantasy football teams. What? <laughs> what? Five? Yes. yes. Holy smokes. I'm a big fan of fantasy football, contrary to um, Scott over here.
1: I so knew that number nice. was just insane, so I had to just say it something. Is,
2: it is a lot of teams, um, but I enjoy and put time into every single one.
0: Cy, si, so. what is your combined record after one week of NFL? What's the combined record?
2: Honestly, honestly, my week one record is terrible. I think I won um, one in one league, and I lost in four of them. And <laughs> it's unfortunate because I'm really happy with my teams, but in terms of, like, I mean, obviously, I don't want to get too into it, but week one was, like, like points-wise, it was pretty brutal across the nation because there just weren't a lot of... Really good performances from yeah. players that got drafted high. So
1: with five teams, you basically have every single player in the NFL. So you're basically rooting for every team. I mean,
2: that's not necessarily I don't have every player, but yeah, you're right. Like there's some sort of investment in essentially every game
1: that Do you root do you root for one of your fantasy football teams over the other? Like if you have money in it?
2: It's it's funny you say that. Um, one of the leagues I root for the most is the one that um, has the least amount of money in it, just because of how much um, the guys care and how much we've like been competitive about it um, in the past. Like, um, so for that one, I do root. I do find myself rooting for that one more. And then I have two leagues where they're a hundred dollar buy-ins, so those two I root for. And then the one that I'm in with Scott, actually, I don't root for at all because there's like three people that actually even talk about it and the rest of the league is just there to like enjoy it so
0: okay side this might not be really relevant for you because you have a whole like conference of fantasy football teams but i had a thought over the weekend as to just football fans in general Scott and I were talking about it a little bit before the show started. Why do football fans watch games that aren't th- that their own team isn't playing in? And Scott immediately said fantasy, which I which I agree with. If if, if it's not your team, uh, you're watching because whatever fantasy players, blah blah blah. So just let's just say that there is a th- there's a matchup on any given Sunday and uh one of your guy like you have nobody playing in it like would you watch that game it's not a not a big game not a rivalry just whatever like like would you watch a game where uh the colts aren't playing because i know you're a colts guy or one of your fantasy uh players isn't playing are you watching that game
2: i am watching just for the sake of gathering more information um, and usually I have it on, in the background. If it's not like a game where I have a big player in, or if it's not the Colts playing, then yes, I have it on in the background. Um, but it's not something I'm actively like paying attention to. I'm not, um, I'm not analyzing every play. I'm not, you know, screaming, Hey, give that guy the ball or throw it to that guy or, you know, sack right. him. so
0: right. Um, not for, not for X's and O's, but just like other players that you can go pick up off the waiver wire or something.
2: Exactly. It's, it's about, it's but, always about analysis and it's like guys that I can trade for, but it's, sti- um, it's still, it's still,
0: it's still from a fantasy. Like your ulterior motive Definitely. is fantasy.
2: Definitely. Interesting. Um, it's fantasy, And then there's the few teams, I will say this, though, there are a few players that I just genuinely enjoy watching. Um, like David Johnson just got hurt, but, um, even if I didn't have him in a lot of leagues, he's somebody that I just enjoy watching play the game of football because of how unique he is and how much talent he has. Okay. So, like, I'll watch games for, like, players that I really enjoy. Um, oh, good. There's that, too.
0: Nice, it's an individual player. This is what I was wondering because I I clicked on you know because if you don't have the whatever Sunday package, you're getting you know the skins game and then maybe uh, one more one o'clock game and then a four o'clock game. And I was watching Green Bay versus uh, the Seahawks, and I'm thinking like you know I'm watching it because I enjoy football, uh, but like it was a it was a yawn of a game. And I'm just thinking like how come other fans of teams would watch this? I know there are. Green Bay people living in the area, but like what draws people to this instead of, because I didn't have anybody playing, I'm not a big fantasy guy, um, that was just sort of my thought, like why the heck do people watch football, especially because it's becoming uncool to uh, support the NFL?
2: Well, I guess my follow-up question to that would be um, if you are a sports fan and it is 420, um, because I think the Seahawks and Packers played at 420, um, if it is a 420 game and it's a Sunday afternoon and you're a sports fan. Um, so what else is there to watch, right? I mean, I guess you could watch Netflix, but that's right. you can do on any given day. So for my thought process is I'd rather just watch the game that's on live than watch something that I watch all the time anyway.
0: Yeah, so. Okay, sports fan in general. Okay, good, good. Sports yes. fan in general.
1: That's uh, Yeah, so another thing, I, I haven't jumped in here in a while, that I think that you do at an an incredible job on, and I'll, I'll compliment you on this, a In a way Scott, In a way, It's going to be a backhanded compliment Of course You're You're a big prediction guy And you're 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 incredible At like calling out your predictions Like a year later Like you'll be like I predicted that the Warriors would win X amount of games, sigh or the Mets that. would suck, or this guy, this prospect would pan out, or whatever. Whatever you have an incredible memory with this stuff. Hindsight sigh. I, yep. And, and so, I completely agree with that. do you? First question is: Do you write them down, or how do you remember these? Like, do you keep a book? You got the iPad? No,
2: I don't write any of these things down. I mean, most of these predictions I do over like group messages or text message or just in person, and then I guess like if you. If you predict something, you're likely to remember it. I mean, if you say like, like last year, um, a perfect example is like World Series. I was, I, I, told everybody, oh, I think you know the Cubs are going to win in seven in the World Series, um, and then I like reiterated it, and people weren't very happy with me because they were like, obviously that's not what they were focused on. But um, after after I predicted it, once it happened, it's like I got thought about it. I was like, oh, hey, I kind of called this.
1: And that's People gonna
2: be like. Like I don't want it to seem like it's because I'm like, oh, like I, I think I'm so good at, you know, figuring out what's gonna happen. The real reason I do it is it gives me something to like root for. You know, it's it's like if I if I predict something to happen then it'd be really exciting for that to happen.
1: And you and like, you have no dog in the fire. I get that. I get that. Yeah, exactly. So I want a prediction on air from, from you about Andrew Luck and the whole Andrew Luck situation. I'm sure you're very familiar being a Colts fan and everything like that. I, I mean, he's hurt right now, didn't play week one. Where is Andrew Luck going to be in a year? Does
0: he want out? Does he want out are of you, Indianapolis? Lucas Oil, peace.
2: Do you? Are you asking also when I think he's going to be back, or are you just asking where I think he's going to be in a year?
1: No, I'm, I'm asking the, kind of the future of Andrew Luck with the Colts. Is he is he the next Redskins quarterback? Because it's looking like it right now.
2: I believe that he's going to be staying with the Colts. Um. They gave him a really good um, contract offer, and I like. I don't want to sound biased, and I know I'm a huge Colts fan, so there might be spies bias in that, but um, he is somebody that has a good head on his shoulders, and he got a big contract from the Colts, and I think what will change his mind is when he comes back this year, I don't know when that's going to be because at the moment it's really up in the air. Our offensive line is a lot better, and he had more weapons run run, and it might not seem like that because game one the Colts got – You know, ripped. They got destroyed. Um, But he has more weapons, and we have a new GM, a much better GM. Might I add? I know that's an opinion-based comment, but we have a better GM, and the offensive line is able to protect him. And that's been the biggest issues. Um, That's why he get, you know, he's gotten hit so much and gotten hurt. Um, I think once he comes back, I think this is going to be probably the best year of his career in terms of like statistics. I don't know about like how much we're going to win because the division seems to be. Pretty wide open at the moment, um, but I think a year from now, Andrew Luck will be in, like, argued arguably a, the top five quarterback in the league, and I think that he will be with the Colts. I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I don't think he has a reason to leave. This is a team that invested their whole future in him and uh, drafted him with the number one overall pick, and um, we're building our franchise around him. So I don't think he's going anywhere. I think I think people love to say like, especially players that have that much talent. I think people love to speculate about them leaving the moment here they're a little bit unhappy about a situation. But yeah, it's a, um, it's I, don't, a hot, I don't see him going anywhere.
0: It's a hot take. That's, that's what it is. It's a hot take. So I just had a curiosity. Where are you getting – because I'd imagine, you know, you're trying to gather – Colts information all the time. Where are you getting it? Living in the DC area, you know, you click on Sports Radio at Skins Talk. Like do, are you just reading articles like on the internet or do you do like a in app and you're getting an uh, Indianapolis based radio station? Like what where are you getting your
2: information? I try to do different platforms because if I'm reading from the Indy Star, they're obviously going to be biased towards the Colts um, and talk about why he should stay or always talk about the optimistic aspects of things. So I, I read reports from there because um those guys, those reporters are with the Colts all the time. So they're probably a more first hand experience. But I also read from things like Bleacher Report and like ESPN and what um middle guys are reporting. Um truth be told, I don't listen to a lot of local podcasts outside of you guys, um most yeah. of the ones I listen to are very like um very, like, you know, nationwide coverage. Um, I don't really listen to a lot of local guys.
1: Yeah, see, sports radio to Sean is, like, everything. To everybody else, it's pretty. There's, like, four listeners. I they do. might have about the same as we do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I was curious, I think, you know, because of, if, if I were if to I was leave.
2: If a Redskins fan or if I was a Nationals fan, then definitely I would um, listen to more local stuff. But yeah, you know that That's stuff. a really good question because you're right. I have to, like, really go hunting on Must Google or on ESPN to try to find things – um, about the Colts. Especially when your team isn't doing well, you tend to not have a lot of information on
0: <laughs> Yeah, not covered. They're not going to be on normally on Sundays because who the heck wants to watch the stinky Colts right now? But Exactly. Uh, and that's just a, the idea of D.C. sort of being you know a melting pot. A lot of different fans around here. Just real quick because I know Scott wants to ask you a, a, a would you rather, but Now, just melting pot of of sports fans. College game day is going to New York City on Saturday. First time in, in the decade, 20-some tw- years of doing college game day, uh, they're going to New York City. And it's just because there's a lot of different college football fans in, in New York City. Now, Scott and I were just talking about a game going on at, at Yankee Stadium, and 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 there's not, but there, there has been in the past. No game going on in New York City. It's strictly because of of ju- of just the, the different people from different different places going to New York for for jobs and it's an interesting week to go to New York City it's actually kind of smart on game days part because Si, we were talking about this before we went on there are no big matchups there are no like you got your you got your ACC with Clemson and Louisville, but there are no, you know, top 10 matchups to where, oh, we got to go to this campus for game day. So it's uh, let's go to New York City and just make a story out of it. So as of as a football fan, Cy, si, what are you looking for in a college weekend of no big matchups?
2: I well, first of all, I'm I went to the University of South Carolina for people that don't know that are listening. The,
0: um, wait, the unit. Can so, you say that one more time? The university of I'm, where
2: I went to the university of South Carolina. I am a game. Cook. Oh, Oh, okay. Right, that right, right. Go, oh,
1: Cox, Lord, go Cox. Cox, go Cox,
2: go Cox. Old ball coach. Go Cox. Um, so I think the first thing is people that have ties to a college or a university that they went to that has a football team. That's obviously the first thing, um, that I'm going to be paying attention to. I'm going to be focusing specifically on what my team does, but I would do that anyway. I think outside of that, um, I think what you said is exactly right. Um, it's probably the ideal week f- um, for them to do that. Um, however, there aren't many big auto conference games like we discussed, um, um, but the like I'm, I'm going to watch Clemson-Louisville. Like, I'm going to watch um, the Texas-USC game. I'm going to watch um, Tennessee-Florida. I'm just going to try to figure out as much as I can about teams that um, we're playing later on in the year as far as my team goes, and I think that's what um, most people that are big college football fans might do. But then... I, I don't really have a perspective on people that aren't big college football fans because I know there's also fans that tend to watch games based on um, like how big they are. Like, I know there's a lot of people that are huge college football fans that watched Alabama-Florida State, for example. So um, for me specifically, I'm going to be paying attention to games that might impact my team down the road, and I think that's what a lot of people that have ties to the ACC or the SEC or the Big Ten or any of these conferences, um, I think that's usually what they look at
0: right but i think the sec they're just playing a bunch of cupcakes even alabama's playing a cupcake just like in, in a week in a week like this you know you know no hot takes here hot takes aside and predictions aside there's always bound point. to be some there's always bound to be some cool upset here like again like scott's theory of oh slow sports week nothing happening there's there's going to be something to, to happen, because that's just the way college sports works. I mean, we had that
1: conversation right. last week. Yeah, but New York City doesn't care... A bit about college football. There's no, there's no reason why. Well, why not, not go th- to like a small town? I mean, they went to JMU one time. College game day went to JMU. That's because there that was, was a cool. big game going on at JMU at that time. There was time. not a big game. It was JMU
0: versus Richmond. They're the two. They were the two oh, best double A teams no. at the time.
1: That was a cool thing. Uh, I'm 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 agreeing with you. That was cool. It's not a big game. So why not go to a small town? Because there were town. no
0: other matchups that
1: same weekend. I remember that weekend. I'm saying so. So this weekend, why not go to one of those obscure college towns? Like, because that game day was one of the it's, only game days I actually watched because it was. Were you? Oh there, my gosh! You, was that the weekend you no, were there no, in, wasn't in Harrisonburg? There. No, Be,
0: because again, like I said, it's what. And now again, so Sai, he's a big a uh, USC fan living in the D.C. area. D.C. is a melting pot of places for – a lot of people come to D.C. from different from different areas. And New York City is the same thing. You say there's not a whole lot of big, like, college sports fans. I would disagree. There must
1: be. People go to New York to, for jobs all the time. Eh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good That's argument. A
2: good I see both sides because – I see both sides because this is a good weekend for – a team that wouldn't generally get College Game Day to come there, like Scott was saying about JMU, You, um, this would be a good weekend for like a
0: like you know, a D two,
2: a, a team like that to have coverage, but or have you know College Game Day come to their place. But then on Sean's on Sean's side, I tend to lean that way more because I mean we're in the D C area, and it, like he said, there's a lot of people fans of the schools around the nation, and it, it's something. My freshman, when i went to South carolina college game day came and that's like when you are there live and when you're watching on tv it's a completely different experience and i think people that are in cities that you know don't have it easily accessible to them um, deserve the opportunity to do it and we're better than new york because there are so many different people from so many different universities there and i'm sure i think it's gonna be really cool to see like what kind like what um universities are being represented like i'm curious to see who's going to show up because you know there's you're not going to see nyu so it's going to be interesting to see like what colors and what uh flags we see and such i bet the signs will be really interesting in new york too
1: yeah it's a lot of too much political stuff for us all right i think to wrap up what we got for you my man is a would you rather which we try and do with all of our guests right and it doesn't have to be too detailed but it's 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 going to be interesting. Sean might have one. I have one for you. Um, knowing you for a long time, I know you're a big baseball and football guy. Now, would you rather never watch baseball in general? I'm talking about college, little league, minor league, MLB, or never watch football again. And I'm talking about, high school, college, NFL. Would you rather watch, never watch football or baseball ever again?
2: Okay, so this is a very, very tough decision for one reason, and that is purely because of the fact that when it comes to baseball, there's 162 games, and when it comes to football, there's only 16, and you have to wait longer for the next game. Mm-hmm. But my answer would be I would rather – and I hate to say this because I love baseball and it's still like I, it's out of two sports. It's the one that I played, but, um, I would rather not watch baseball and I might be shocking to a lot of people cause I'm a huge Mets fan. Like I watch, I mean, recently we've sucked, but I watch like 10 to watch, like last year, I think I watched almost hundred Mets games, but I would rather not watch baseball and I'll tell you why it's because when it comes to football, even if it's not the Colts playing i enjoy watching other games a lot and when it comes to baseball i i don't ever watch all nine innings of a random team playing that i have no ties to fair enough i will watch like you know the entire game even like tonight i'm planning on watching a game that i have no ties to outside of fantasy so
1: interesting fair enough i, I that's an honest that's a good honest answer I think Sean has a yeah, yeah. would-you-rather to wrap it up. So,
0: yeah, so the real wrap-up, follow-up. Sai, my, uh, my turn. Listen very closely. Would you rather sit down with Steve Spurrier, the old ball coach, share two glasses of expensive red wine, or would you rather uh, in your next fantasy drafts for the rest of your life, all five of them for 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 the years that you live, only be able to draft uh, using auto draft. Which one? Oh, wait a sec. That's an easy one. I messed that one up. I messed that one yeah, up. Yeah, see, that's, I messed that's that one a shot. Would you rather? That is a bad would you rather. Because i um, pick
1: the Steve Spurrier. Okay,
0: one. no, I'm sorry. Let me change Holy it. Crap. Steve Spurrier or or win all 5 of your uh fantasy football leagues. Oh, Changing it up. No. Oh, all God. 5 for 5 in fantasy or glass of red wine with Steve Spurrier. That was it. that was rough. Okay,
2: I'd like to clarify before I answer this question. I'd like I'd like to clarify one thing. I think by Scott saying that I drank wine before this this you're, we're assuming that I like wine more than beer, but that is not the right. case. This was a rare occasion. I was bringing so,
1: it back. I was bringing it back. Okay. Oh, I'm dying over here. I know that
2: I'm not, like, you know, a distinctively a wine person, okay? That's the first thing I want to say. But that is an incredibly difficult question. Um, and a lot of Gamecock fans might hate me for saying this. But I would rather win the fantasy league.
0: <laughs> interesting. That's proof that fantasy so dominates over fan- it, you know, fantasy
1: like, rules.
2: I just spent so much time on it and researching it and dedicating time to it. And, you know, I, the bragging rights and the – like, you know, it's it's a whole thing. And, like, it's something I just get to discuss all the time. And as much as I would appreciate, you know, a couple hours with that head but, ball coach because he's one of the most interesting people – i'm sure you
1: could talk to isn't him. that the isn't that the fun of fantasy though is that you like compete and everything if you know you're gonna win every single league that kind of takes the fun out of it doesn't it i
2: mean i guess but i i mean i guess i guess if the question is would i still be able to do fantasy and still win in my own
1: capacity i don't know man i don't know
2: Sean worded it as, as um, autodraft. so that kind of was. uh, Well, that was a you
1: know, that, was him. that was him that was a mess up. Dumb. That was a that was a big time. That was him but, pulling like a Scott. It, big, big time, time error, no, right
2: disagree, there. Because if the question was, um, you know, either goes uh, if if you meet Steve Spurrier, then you have to autodraft for the rest of Ooh. your your life. If that's how you worded it, then I would say I'm sorry, Steve, but I'm not meeting you.
0: I think that's what my brain meant, but it came out bad. But I like the second one better. I don't know about that. I don't think <laughs> my brain's just a pretzel right now. My mind's in a pretzel. sigh that's a know, good that answer though.
1: Sense, then that I, is a good answer to, to a dumb question. But thank you. That's a good. That's thank a good you. answer and to
0: prove that fantasy does sort of dominate over fan loyalty.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: I wouldn't say that. <laughs> sigh <laughs> Si, we, we thank you for having you. We really appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Um, it's been a pleasure. Obviously we'll talk more and we'll have you in studio. Maybe one of these times we have another year up on our lease. So, you know, we got plenty of, plenty of weeks left in the year for you to, for you to come on in again.
2: Hey, I really appreciate it guys. I, I very much enjoyed my
1: time. On it. I know your time is very valuable, and you've been on multiple other podcasts. So we'll let you go and, and get Another back to podcasts
2: and those fans football. But I very much enjoyed it, and I look forward to listening to your future podcasts, regardless of whether I'm on them or not, because I genuinely enjoy them. So I wish you guys the best, and thank you for having me on. All, All right, right,
1: brother. Thanks. Zach. Have I a good one. You know, later. Take care, guys. Thank you.
0: All right, that was. That was Cy and, the, and the, just the USC and just fantasy guru. But let's move on. He improves the 6-1. and one. He's the first Cardinals pitcher to win six straight starts in a single season since Lance Lynn in 2012. Tommy Pham's homer and stolen base make him just the sixth player in Cardinals history all, um, to go 2020. It was all oh, – oops, sorry about that. That is uh, – <laughs> There is
1: nothing. No. What
0: is happening? Nah, sorry about what that. Is? Sorry about that. Um – Okay, I'm just gonna mark that down. Uh, the Dodgers were on their horrible uh, sixteen. What was it? Uh, they they lost like fifteen out of sixteen or something sure, like that. Sure, because the baseball just, guys just, just, bring them back
1: down. Just, just like we talking yeah, about we're, the
0: we're Indians. Talk, yeah, we're talking about the beginning of the episode. Okay, now we're back. Now we're back. There it is. They had. Um, back. They had. They had a three-hour rain delay. The uh, when they were playing the Giants, they ended up losing eleven innings. Okay, and. Uh, it was funny because the game didn't even end until a lot of people on the East Coast, like us, were waking up for work. So you could wake up as you're getting ready, and you heard the end of the game, which ended around 5 a.m. Eastern time.
1: Still 2 a.m. West Coast time. That's that's late. I'm wondering who the people stayed up for that. Crazy. Car. Yeah.
0: Crazy. And so, like, stayed at the game. I don't have the numbers for at the We were talking about that, like, who stays at that game. No, they should be offered season tickets or something. But... Really, what do you do during a three-hour rain delay? I thought we could have some fun with this. Like, okay. what are you doing? Are Not you just the, sitting there like making a podcast? Like, are, you are you the you doing? player or are you the fan? Uh, let's let's go both. Let's start with player because that, that
1: was my vision, and then let's go to fan because I think that could be better. Because player, I think it's real easy. You go to the clubhouse. There's video games you could play. There's you're just sitting your phone. You take a nap. You sit in your locker. You talk to guys, you play foosball, you play ping pong. I think someone's getting a lift in. Someone's nah, lifting a bit. Maybe the guys on the bench. But take some swings.
0: Nobody's taking swings during a three-hour rain delay during the 140th game of the season.
1: You know, nobody's lifting taking legs. a different approach to it. Swinging. is. I don't know if you've ever been playing a baseball game, right? And you started the game, and you're killing them, right? You're killing the other team. You know, you're up by ten runs or whatever. Uh-huh. And the coach takes you out, right? In like the fifth inning. because you play seven innings in high school ball or whatever. The best feeling in the world there is taking off those you go to the dugout, you take off your cleats, you put on your little slides, you put on your little flip flops mm-hmm. and you're like, I know I'm done for the day. That's a that's an amazing feeling. So I'm I'm thinking I'm not I'm going in a little different direction than what the whole rain delay thing is. What about the guy that's like dumb for the day? You know, the starting pitcher and that—he's—he's he's going to sleep. He probably's like, "All right, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm out of here, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, thanks." Did you ever have that when you like put on the slides and you feel really good about yourself? That's like a I'm, euphoric high. I—I—I I gotta disagree with you, hard actually.
0: Really? During, during, during the during the playing days, as limited as they were, if so, like if I had to come out of a baseball game. I was pissed. Really? Oh I yeah, of course, mad. of
1: course. But I was, I'm talking about you you're up, right now. are like, up I'm, big. You've done your job. It's like, all right, we'll put in the kid that usually doesn't play a lot. It, it's it's sort of like a
0: tip. It's like the tip. It's like the, tip, it's like the coach. Tipping his hat to exactly, you as a I, and like so then understand. you put you in your
1: slides, you cheer the kid on that's going to play, you know, right field. After yeah. you're like, all right, let's go, man! Come on, like you got it. I've been sitting on the bench all day.
0: I do understand your logic there, Scott, but and it could just be a personal thing. Dude, friggin', I didn't care what the hell, what the hell inning it was, what score it was. Personally, just want to get play baseball. I, mean, I didn't get play it. Baseball.
1: I Put get it. Ball in the hand. Uh, you're going to go to the old school No, route. I'm not going the
0: old school. I'm you're just a young, saying. You're tough guy. At, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, personally, it's not a euphoric. Th- I understand. I understand it's like the, oh, like I've done I the job. I did my job.
1: Let here the other it is. guy like, go play now.
0: It's it's a rest of the just, and I understand that, but I just for some
1: reason I'm not relating to it. I I understand. I understand. But oh we're getting a little feedback here. I don't know that Woo.
0: feedback, but oh there it is. There it is. We are good. We are all set. Man, some technical difficulties nah, here on that. That's the, on one the last of the first segment. times we've ever
1: had that before.
0: Yeah, forty seven <laughs> episodes in, we've never had a technical Difficulty
1: experience, but to your Dodgers point, they're they're living the they're living the life. Okay, to a fan's
0: point, Fan. leave. here we go. Fan. Leave now.
1: Leave during. This, There's like, no the reason innings, why you should
0: be like. There. They're stop. They're stopping the selling of alcohol. Uh, they have to
1: during the rain. Three away.
0: hours, and especially if it's after the seventh inning, like hopefully it's done. One thirty in the morning, and still drinking. Right, actually, it's true. Like legally, they have to stop because yeah you know last call or whatever it's like midnight or, i mean I, it could be different in la but yeah, dc it's true. what 2 i know in places like new york it's i was actually just talking about this with my uncle he used to bartend up in new york they said last call in new york city was 4am when he was I believe bartending it. in in new york city in the in I the 80s it. and 90s but yeah i like as a fan believe. i don't know and that's another thing And look i hate to play this card actually i'll ask you have you ever left a game early yes what games
1: have you left early, and why regular season games baseball like i'm talking any that are, sporting im event. T- I'm talking about baseball I don't think I've ever left a football game early um basketball depends on i have had a lot of different experiences As a basketball fan I've been a fan I've been a coach do you ever leave a on G- the bench. do you ever leave a george Mason game early I don't know I don't think so hmm. uh no. I, it's hard to say a baseball game that's above or below five runs after the seventh. I'm, I'm leaving. Really? You're yeah. gone. That's
0: unbelievable to me
1: because I, I just it depends I've, on the game. Obviously not a playoff game, obviously not a meaningful game, but I, I definitely broke out of that when I, in, in my later days, when I was a kid, what do you what are you moving away for? A I was scooting over
0: because because when I when I would turn, I would crank in my neck. Ah. So crank in my little... neck. So
1: now I just want to sit here. I want to relax. You just want to talk to me. Okay. Just want to relax. You know, look at me. All I don't right. want
0: to have to move.
1: Yeah. When I was a kid, okay. I had a big thing that I wouldn't leave my seat. Really? And we'd stay for the entire game. You gotta do when you rock a pee. No, I would not rock you a pee. You didn't pee? pee? Not when I was a kid. Not like that. What was your like? What was your concessions as a
0: kid? I love cotton candy when I was a little kid. Till I got sick on my tenth birthday. Nothing. I didn't. I I would keep the book. I would keep. The oh, book. you were a bookkeeping kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you were a big old dork when you were a little kid. Yeah, my dad would you probably. Would you, you probably brought your glove to the game too. Of
1: course, because uh, I was a kid, you big nerd. Because I was a kid. Yeah, you barehanded even as a ten year old. I'm a kid. You bring the thing. freaking glove. No, you My only stipulation for my dad and. I'm sure he would attest to it. Is he? He asked to buy me a program and get me a pencil, because that has a little score sheet in there. Right, right. And that was that was all I ever wanted, really. Like I take a bite of a hot dog or whatever, and that was about it. At what age did you learn how to keep score for? It? Because because that's a skill that is like, a people
0: long, don't know how to do skill. that. Even in my even in my adult uh, league, like my men's league, that is a I long, would say skill. I can keep the book, so we have I think twelve or thirteen guys on our team. I can keep it, and maybe four or five other guys can. I would say ha- I mean, maybe ha- maybe half, maybe half. That's surprising. Yeah, it's a, it's. A, so, what age did you learn how to keep keep the book, keep score?
1: Eight or nine. Okay. Yeah, little league. Seven, eight, nine. Probably, probably once coach pitch started. All right. So you're keeping book there? So like, you know, you kinda realize like hit or an error. You know, you right, ask me there's dad. a thing here. I was like, I was five for five. He's like, Well, no, you were actually Two for five with three errors, right? You know what I mean, like. Right. And so what, like, what what's going on? They I'll about, teach you. you okay. Know. Learn
0: about stats. There. Yeah. How you
1: learn how to keep the book. Yeah. The whole little league home run where you hit a single to the right fielder goes in between his Eight- legs and you score
0: throwing errors on one
1: play. Right. It's that's, not a home run. Sorry. The kid, kid. goes, I had a head home run. It's like, no, Man. you didn't.
0: All right. Okay. No, that's uh, very very understandable. Geez, I don't know. I don't think I learned how to keep the book until I was. <laughs> Maybe middle school. It was before high school. Cause so you do to have a it,
1: specific memory, though, of you learning to keep the book. Not, not a
0: speci- I guess not specific, but, I mean, I'm sure it ha- I kn- I remember knowing how to keep the book going into high school baseball. I remember I was one of those kids because that was like a thing. Oh, yeah. If you want to play yeah. high school baseball, you have to know how to keep the book. I remember that like thought during tryouts saying, okay, I'm, I'm good there. I know how to do that. So it was sometime sure. before, so I'm, I don't think it was as early as, like, like, tiny, like, 9 and 10, but maybe, like, 11, I was young tw- like, kid. 13, maybe, right before high school is when I learned how to keep the book. Yeah, important skill. I have never kept the book at a MLB game. I'm there to take everything in. I'm not freaking being a statistician. When you're a kid? No. Not anymore, obviously. I'm the, wait, so I'll tell you my favorite thing to do as a kid, and this is something my dad told me about, and I tell, like players that I coach do this, whatever position that you play,
1: yep. if I you're the second baseman, yep.
0: watch the second baseman, the entire game, everything he does, it was, the was between, of the dugout. between innings yep. on the on deck circle, pick a player, watch him for the entire game. Yeah, so that was sort of my, awesome that was plan. my kid activity to do during a baseball game. I pick a player and I watch him the entire game. I don't watch anybody else. And I kind of do it even now, like as a, as a grown adult, like you know, for the high school team that I coach, I coach first. I'll watch Wayne Kirby run out of the Orioles dugout, <laughs> or walk
1: out. I'll see how he coaches first. I do it <laughs> a little bit. That's good. That's actually pretty good, right there. That's a that. I mean, I had the same exact lesson, and I always grew up watching Derek Jeter, and that was a role model. And yeah. the way he warmed up, and the way he ran out of the dugout, the way mm-hmm. he talked to people, it's just it, it was incredible. And and yeah, that's that's an important skill. But yeah, and then you, I it, was a nerd. And then you learn how to model yourself,
0: right? It's it's yeah. the you learn how to do like a between pitch, like your uh, your your ritual. What's your ritual? Because oh, that's tr- like you model my thing yourself. As a kid
1: too was emulating batting stances, dude. Yeah. Oh, I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I could do everybody's like. On the You're Yankees. like that guy with the wiffle
0: ball bat on oh, YouTube? Oh, yeah.
1: But no, I was like, that was when I was a kid. I did the Chuck Knoblock with the straight out. Mm. You know, I did like this. And all Chuck Knoblock did was ever go like this. He would stand like this and go. You let me put some barrel on it. And just Yeah. And then Derek Jeter with the high over Yeah, he his head. was always high. The over front his foot head. was moving a little.
0: Front he always, foot it was, was always like
1: closed. Kind of he was closed, and he did. And he, he would do the high. double tap.
0: He was into the double tap with the uh, foot. Yeah, he would no, do no, no. like the
1: the sort of like double, and then and then lunge after it. Gotta say my favorite one of all time, and I'll I will end up we'll end the segment on this. I know you're gonna say already, but no, go you ahead. don't. No, you don't.
0: Let, say say no, the same say, say the same on th- a one. Two, three, Gary, Gary Sheffield. Sheffield. Dang. I knew it. I freaking <laughs> Dang it. knew it. That was awesome, right there. That hey, was go.
1: crazy. Go right, go. That was crazy. Oh my gosh, Gary Sheffield. John Stamos. Oh my god, do we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why would you love what? Gary Sheffield? Gary Sheffield, man, that's incredible that you knew that, dude. I know, man. I know batting stances. I know it. Not oh, playing. You're kidding me. When he swung, he waved the bat in front of his head. Strongest oh, wrist amazing. possibly ever in. in uh, and then had that huge leg kick and just took hacks, hacks, hit bombs. I think that's about it. I think we got to wrap it on that one. Wow. KPST
0: listeners, it's that time. Start winding down the episode.
1: we got to get a little drop kicks in there. <laughs> it's, Scott and I'm missing gonna,
0: the whole thing. We're going to turn on drop kicks, and we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in these sports <laughs> in the sports weekend
1: and Scott's going to start since, and he's probably going to probably going to belly. I'm it. the guy who leads off in the sports appetizer weekend appetizer every single weekend. I'll give you some some heavy stuff right here. This is pretty good. I, mean, I don't know if I want heavy stuff. No, 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 that's not heavy. It's it. good, though. It's good it's juicy okay juicy chicken wings juicy? first of all you got the nationals versus the dodgers that's great that's pretty good that right is there. a
0: playoff preview that's a legit playoff preview that's really good
1: late in the season might not see some stars, but go ahead that's okay so we got that but the big thing i got on my plate and we always shout them out do you know who the army black knights are playing this weekend this I know Air big. Force is
0: playing Michigan. That's the big, big house,
1: even I bigger, believe. even bigger.
0: No, ranked even bigger. Ranked e ranked even higher. They're not so. Michigan's no, what five? Maybe not, it's maybe not Alabama. It's not Oklahoma. It's not, not Clemson. Ranked even higher. They're not ranked it's high. Big though. It's big. Give me a give me a uh, give me a uh, give me conference. Oh. Oh, H I O. They're playing Ohio State. Ohio State Buckeyes and Air Force is playing Michigan. That's kind of funny.
1: Army Black Knights will be taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes. I did not know that. Army is two and zero. They're actually two and zero since they beat Navy last year. (laughs) So against the Double A team and whatever whatever schlub Buffalo and Fordham. So they're two and zero. That's the first time they've been two and zero in a long time. Fordham. So they're rolling into Ohio State. They're rolling into Columbus on a high. The horseshoe. And we'll see what Army can do. I'm pretty excited about it. It'll be it'll be fun. That is a great one. That's a good one. Navy has a bye week.
0: Ah, it's early. Navy has a bye week.
1: They're resting. They're resting. They had tough. They're limping in after the Army game last year, huh?
0: Well, they're two and zero as well. That's not so weird for Navy as it is for
1: Army to be two and zero.
0: However, they have a bye week. They'll play Cincinnati next Saturday. Uh, But this weekend we got. Nats and Dodgers. It's cool. Yeah, you already said um, that. Yeah, got it. O's and Yankees. O's are now like four games out of the wild card. Yeah, I don't no, know pretty much cookies. Well. Uh, we also have the first game, first home game for the Los Angeles Chargers. Everybody has to get used to saying that. I'm pretty
1: sure they had a home game last, last nah, week.
0: Nah. Now? Aaron, uh, nah, no, Aaron. No, this is their first home game. At a StubHub Center.
1: Eesh, that's, a, that's a shaky one. Guess how many. It's almost um, as bad as Capital One Arena. Did you
0: see on my notes what's the capacity of StubHub Center? It's, it's where pretty, Cal State plays. Pretty
1: small, isn't it?
0: Yeah. How, it's, it's, well, it's way small for NFL. 30,000. Um, 30, 27. 27. 27. And you nice. know what the fear is? They're not even going to fear. or is they're, they're fearing not even not even selling out. Oh, that's Yeah, that's how that's how weird. because L.A., L.A. Huh. went from zero teams to two NFL teams. You're not going to L.A. to watch football. You're going to L.A. to be some weirdo to try yeah. to look for movie stars. Greenpeace. South Beach. It's not Antifa. football. You're not going to L.A. for football. Anyway, we dropped our names at the beginning
1: of the episode. Scott, why don't you take. So us at I'm not going to have to do it right now. Am I guess right, we'll you go. will. Yes, you will. Because it's <laughs> tradition. We are on Twitter at Perp Sports Talk. We're on Podbean, Perpetual Sports Talk. Like I always tell everybody, just Google Perpetual Sports Talk in your search bar, and we'll come up there. We're competing with Perpetual Chess Podcast. Make us be better than chess. I think hopefully we're better. Perpetual Sports is better than Perpetual Chess. Might not be the case. They probably make and get a lot more listeners than we do and make more money than we do probably because they're a bunch of nerds. But that's all right. So... I think that's about it. What we else? Podbean, Perpetual Sports Talk, Podbean, Facebook. You see, we Facebook. need a uh,
0: leave us a someone leave us a comment. Out we there, need it. We sake. need something we on got zero iTunes. comments. We need
1: a rating and something on iTunes. Would please. you rather
0: anything? But until next Thursday, new episode every Thursday night for your Friday morning drive into work. My name is Sean, and I'm Scott.